Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome into the Windy City post-trade deadline show. Thank you for joining. My name is Mark Carmen. Like and subscribe. Downloads are huge. Five-star ratings. I appreciate all of it. One team was busy today. One team was not. We'll break it down. But before we do it, let's sing. These are the days when you wish your bed was already made. It's just another manic Monday. Wish it was Sunday. That's my fun day. I don't have to run day. It's just another manic Busy day for the Chicago Cubs, not a busy day for the Chicago White Sox. Very interesting. The Cubs at the deadline adding Tampa Bay Rays outfielder Jose Martinez will be a DH, play against lefties, and then a couple of relievers. Interesting, Andrew Chafin, who's hurt, and then Josh Osich coming over from the Red Sox. He was with the White Sox last year. And then an outfielder from the Tigers, Cameron Mabin, as they send infield prospect Zach Short to Detroit, who I've never heard of, and I'm guessing you haven't either. So the Cubs actually fortifying their roster, thinking they have a chance in 2020. And I don't blame them. You're in first place. That's what you're supposed to do. But it's not what I would have done. Team not good enough. San Diego, super aggressive. They go out and get Mike Clevenger. The Dodgers never lose. You know what the Cubs are? Not that good. They started out 13-3. and They've played less than 500 baseball since. Maybe they'll catch lightning in a bottle. But I would have been really, really tempted to reset the roster. Does anybody want you, Darvish? That would have been really interesting. Been the best pitcher in baseball. You Darvish has been out of his mind. What would he have been worth? I don't know, but if I was the Cubs, I would have really wanted to find out. And maybe they did. I highly, highly doubt it. Maybe they did. But, I mean, we're talking about a guy who is 6-1, a 147 ERA. He might be the Cy Young Award winner this year. His last 20 starts, 
He's got 170 strikeouts in 124 and two-thirds innings. That's absurd. And even more absurd is 15 walks. My point of bringing up the stats is saying trade him. I mean, maybe you could get a lot. You need a bunch. You're going to be losing, guys. You're not going to be paying both Bryant and Baez. I don't know what you're going to do with Schwarber. The roster needs to be reset. We're seeing the same team the last couple of weeks that we've seen for the last couple of years. So I appreciate the fact that they're trying to do something, but the reality of where they're at, I just find it highly unlikely. So it would have been controversial, but I would not have hated it if the Cubs were actually sellers at the deadline. Now, you do only have Theo for one more year. Contract up at the end of 2021. The guy's going to leave. All signs point to it. So trying to win it one more time, I guess. But I would rather Theo would leave by stocking whoever is going to come in with as much talent as possible. Cubs did get good news on Tyler Chatwood. It was I thought he had blowed on his elbow, but there's actually a chance that he might be able to come back this season. Good luck to Jose Quintana moving back into the rotation. Now to the White Sox, and really interesting. Rumored on Lance Lynn, rumored on Mike Clevenger. That would have been insane, the Indians dealing within the division. Instead, they sent him to the Padres. And if you look at the that trade, who San Diego gave up, no one really jumps off the page. Makes me think that if the White Sox were willing to trade Michael Kopech, they probably could have gotten him. Rick Hahn talking about Kopech today Quote, we still view him as a premium piece on a very good team for a long time. So in order to be motivated to move someone like that, we'd have to feel we are having someone similar walk in the door. We still think very highly of Michael. I don't know if the Indians were unwilling to trade Clevenger in the division, but that's a deal I would have made. I wonder if they actually discussed basically Kopech for Clevenger and maybe a throw-in. That was the rumor yesterday. But what I find really interesting is that Rick Renteria today said that White Sox chairman Jerry Reinsdorf was part of a meeting yesterday with seven veteran players, and they all discussed, like, hey, what do you want to do at the deadline? Like, normally that's a Rick Hahn thing, and his scouts, and Ricky, and maybe Jerry. I'm sure Jerry for sure, and Kenny. But you don't bring the players in. So they're actually partnering with the players I'm not sure what that looks like. Like, hey, are they saying, hey, what do you think about us trading Kopech? Are they going to that level? Or, hey, you know, we're we're thinking about not making any deals here. We, we're, we're all in on – I don't even know what it looks like, but the fact is that they are sitting down and having these conversations. So there's got to be a lot of ownership, right? The players got to feel like, well, we're really in control here. They're talking to us about what they're going to do. That is not the norm. So I think there's really something special brewing on the south side. I mean, not only do they come into today tied for first place, and as I'm doing this podcast tonight, they are trailing the Twins 4-2, to two, but that's different, very different. So, uh, again, the White Sox perhaps – Maybe got a little too comfortable with everyone that's on the roster and didn't do enough. Gerard Dyson, notwithstanding, it was a nice addition. Defensive outfielder, speedster. I love Gerard Dyson. Somebody in that starting rotation who could be at the top of it. I mean, you listen to national people talk about the White Sox. They're like, hey, the White Sox could win it this year. 
I agree. They could. Who's the favorite in the American League? I have no idea. AL Central, heard Steve Stone talking today, called it the toughest division in the American League. Well, the White Sox are sitting at the top of it. Yankees have been scuffling. I'm not all in on Tampa. You know, the White Sox have a chance here. Uh, But they chose to not be super aggressive. 2020, pandemic, who knows if they're going to play the playoffs all the way through. All of it, I get it. Uh, But I... I wonder if they'll look back on this time thing, this time period, and wonder maybe we should have been just a little bit more aggressive. All right, to wrap it up today, I want to talk about Lucas Giolito, who was named the American League Player of the Week. Third time in his career he's gotten that honor. No hitter Tuesday night against the Pirates. That was awesome. But I want to talk about a tweet from the White Sox, at White Sox. G-Elite-O. It was last year around the All-Star game. I think he had just gotten named to the All-Star game. And I was doing White Sox Weekly on 720 WGN. And I said, this guy's going to the All-Star game. He's got to have a nickname. Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt, the Little Hurt Craig Graybeck. The Deacon, Warren Newsom, Lucas needed a nickname, El Caballo, Carlos Lee. And so we took a ton of calls on what his nickname should be. And I said it should be G. Elito. And then after he throws the no-hitter, I said G. Elito. And how I've been talking about this since last year. That's Lucas with a G-Elite-O. And then the White Sox put out this tweet today, G-Elito, and there's no credit for at the carm. I mean, here I am, third season and doing White Sox Weekly, been battling, putting it out there every day, G-Elito. Let's, let's, let's elevate this dude. Let's, let's give him the nickname. Let's make him household name G-Elito. Let's get everybody talking about how he's Giolito. They're selling T-shirts now with Giolito. They sent out an email, Giolito. And nothing for yours truly. I'm, I'm uh, you know, I just want a little, a little, I feel like Rodney Dangerfield here, getting no respect. Something. Wow, that guy, Carm, man, he's out there on the line, coming up with nicknames, hosting pre- and post-game shows. Doing White Sox Weekly, Giolito, nothing. So I tweeted at the White Sox, like, what, what about the guy that uh, g- g- gave him the nickname? Any credit? Nothing. I love you, White Sox. I'm on your team. Appreciate getting to work with you. Don't take this complaint as, you know, I'm not going to jump off a building or anything. But Giolito right here at the car. No love from the Sox. Hurts. Painful. You can make it up to me by liking and subscribing to this podcast and giving it a five-star rating. Actually, don't do that. Actually, do that, but perhaps a tweet at the White Sox. What about the Carm with, with Giolito? Let's, let's start a movement here. Carm deserves some credit. I don't want to make this all about me, but let's make it all about me for just one second here. Giolito. 
Hope you had a great day today and a, or a great start to your day is off and going right now. Thank you for putting on the Windy City Podcast. Coming at you daily, White Sox, Cubs at the trade deadline, and a G. Alito. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.